1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere,
0: playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might get winning here. The world flat in the shot. What a goal. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory, at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is The The 77 77 Club.
2: We're wolves, eh? we? Hello and welcome to episode 103 of The 77 Club. Harry, start with the socials. At 77 Club Podcast on Twitter, The Wolves 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram. Please follow us and Spotify, iTunes, please write and subscribe. Remember, if you want to play Level Up, do get in touch. You can he- either humiliate yourselves or make yourself look brilliant. Uh, I will, of course, be the uh, maker of that. And Dan Bayliss is here. Hello, Walls fans. And Tom Rouse from the old Golden Black. Hello, everybody. Uh, what you come to sell this week, Tom? Uh, Is it
3: the old God in Black or are you looking Absolute to- Scenes, isn't it, Tom? Absolute, Absolute Scenes. Absolute Scenes. Yeah, Absolute Scenes podcast. At Scenes podcast on Twitter. I'm thinking of knocking uh, YouTube on the head for a couple of months, so... Head over to podcast places instead. Oh, you've, uh, you've cowered to demand. he love to see it. <laughs> he,
4: he, knows the de- he knows how popular Harry Mansell's got and he's yeah. just quivered away. Harry he's Mansell doesn't, Dave, too. have
2: seen me <laughs> 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 Uh We will turn our attentions to the Premier League. Nil-nil uh, draw Harry I'm going to say I called it on the podcast yeah. last week. Bolly was going to start. I thought Jota would start too. They both did. I'll do a rundown of the team very quickly Patricia Engel, Bolly, Cody, Sace, Doherty, Neves, Matinho, Johnny, Traore, Jimenez, and Jota. Just when that team came out, I got really excited. And obviously, on the other side of the coin, you had Bruno Fernandes starting for Manchester United. It's all set up to be a great game.
5: Yeah, um, that's probably our best team, isn't it? On paper, uh, best start in yeah. eleven. Mm, I didn't see. know if they'd start. Obviously, you said like you said you called it. Um, I was glad they're in there, but it's harsh on Neto. Um, that was yeah, the first thing that came to my mind he's obviously glad to see Bolly back in there and he was brilliant he? you know what I mean straight back in mm-hmm. great performance I think he shored up the defence obviously we have got a clean sheet I think it's the first time we haven't conceded a goal going 1-0 <coughs> down in God knows how long um, I think he shored Cody up as well we've given a bit of stick the last few weeks and yeah can't argue with the defensive performance but it's just been nice to uh, get a winner but it wasn't to be Bayless, it's not
2: our strongest side you were shaking your head there
4: yeah even though I've hammered the bloke I would have started Neto and especially on the performance that Jota had, It'd be your first climb down, would it? I suppose. <laughs> no, I think the guy's been brilliant and giving a real attacking him. And Jota did some good runs, but his end product's
3: just not quite there again. jota has got the yips at the moment. If you don't know what the, the yips. if you don't know what the yips are, uh, it's sort of like a golfing and cricket term. It's just when you just can't do anything right. When you know, you know, he's so used to doing things properly. But now he gets into those positions, but he just can't shoot at the right time. He's taking that extra second too long to think. And that's why he's not scoring. It's a lack of confidence, really. Once he gets a goal that deflects off his arse and goes in, he'll end up scoring hat-tricks for fun again. Eight Portuguese players featured in this game.
2: And so Portugal is actually only third nation outside the UK to have at least eight players appear in a Premier League match after, can you guess, the other two foreign countries in that mix? Spain, France. France... France and Spain, very good. That's why you're pundits on one of the 11 podcasts out there (laughs) that represent Wolves at the moment. At least you can Uh, hear ours. That's very true. Harry, in in terms of the the actual game itself, we've talked about the importance of keeping a clean sheet, which is just something we don't do very often at all. Outside of that defensive performance, was there anything else that that made you think actually this fight for the best of the rest position is going to go well? Yeah, well,
5: particularly first half, I thought we were quite good. I was expecting a goal to come, to be honest. I thought we were going to get it, but as we know, it wasn't to be. I thought Man United grew into it a bit second half, but I don't know, just going forward, it was okay again, wasn't it? We we threatened a bit, but I think it's the same old where we just need to be that bit more clinical. I mean, Towards the end, I mean, I think Raúl Jiménez come off didn't he as sub, and he come off really slowly. And I think he just had in the back of his mind the the Spurs and the Liverpool game where we threw away like a well earned point against uh, the teams that are up there. So I'm glad we didn't throw it away because Man United did come on a bit at the end. I remember Bruno Fernandes you mentioned earlier he had a good shot didn't he from quite a while out, uh, quite a long way out, which could have flew in on another day. So yeah,
2: good result away results always good but I think we could have nicked the win if we really really went for it a man of the match performance from Ruben Neves Dan he looked like peak Ruben Neves didn't he he did look very good
4: it's just disappointing that we didn't go and get the result that we probably deserved on balance but it's it's the same old problem with Neves is now that he's played against a team like Man United where half the world watches the game he's been noticed again and I'd rather keep him under the radar it was in the papers on Sunday morning Neves, never, never, Starman, and all that sort of stuff. He um, he seems to only turn up and play these games when he knows the uh, journos are sat there watching and writing about it.
2: Tom, uh, pretty decent cameo debut from Podents. Thought he looked good on the ball and he completed
3: 100% of his passes as well. How many was that? Like two? <laughs> <laughs> he... uh, it was about eight. Oh, yeah. okay, fair play. <laughs> no, I like the look of him and we've already discussed Josh and the yips with him, but I think it's another good option in the wide position... Uh, Or both wide positions, because I think he can play with both feet, podents from what I've read. So he looks quite tricky. He got the ball into the box quite well for, was it Doherty had a chance from a ball in from him? I think it was. Um, So there's a lot of potential there, but he's got to get ready to come on. He's been criticised by a lot of people about not having his shin pads wrapped up. Uh, so I don't know whether there's anything to read into that, whether he was just not expecting to come on or anything, but showed a bit of potential. And hopefully we can uh, get the best out of him the rest of the season. Then, And Harry, for Dendonka to be dropped, we were talking about it
2: last week saying that Bolly should come in, but we didn't really know who would make way. And it was Dendonka in the end. And with the emergence of Podence as well, is his side in that starting 11 looking a bit shaky now? Uh, I think that was the... One, most people
5: would have said drop dead Donker because before Bolly got inju- injured, that was the back three that was playing really well, wasn't it? When Bolly switched to the right, so I wasn't too surprised with that. Um, Podence, I think he's got to battle a bit to get in, hasn't he? I mean, we've got a lot of options out on like the wide forward roles and I mean, to be honest, with Neto and Podence as the backup, so bit healthy in that area but if uh, Jimenez just going on to this point if Jimenez does get injured then I don't know what we'd do Is he's uh, Campana capable would you put Jota through the middle I don't know but yeah Dendonka pretty harsh but at least there's a more healthy competition for places now
4: yeah a couple of points off the back of that one before the keyboard warriors get hold of this episode I wasn't slating Neves just then he has been brilliant it's just that he was rather exceptional against United uh, two last week we slated Cody and said we would have dropped him I thought he had a really good game yeah, so it probably does. was the right call to drop Dentonca. Um
2: Three, if Jimenez is injured, we are fucked.
4: <laughs> does it
2: does it concern you, Tom? Because I suppose the way that the transfer window panned out and the way actually the last couple of transfer windows have, have panned out is that that striking option don't seem to be taking up many options in terms of what players are being brought into the club. It doesn't
3: concern me in terms of this season because I think the Europa League for me is the biggest... Competition for the rest of the season. I would love to finish fourth, but I think that's that we could have gambled in January. But who could we have really bought that would have definitely added to the squad? Who would have been excellent? I am not sure if there is anybody out there who I've really gutted that we missed out on. Um, I think we have got enough attacking options to be able to still play with three up front, as you mentioned. Jota down the middle. It wouldn't be ideal, but it is an option. We could play with two narrower strikers. And, you know, nippier strikers like Jotter and Podence or something like that. And Moutinho a little bit further forward as a number 10 or something like that to offer a little bit more of attacking threat from midfield. I'm not too concerned, to be honest. I think there was a lot of pant wetting about the transfer window closing and not signing, you know, Timo Werner or something insane. But I mean, I I didn't expect anything much from January. And I think we've added good uh, options on the bench. You're right on that, Tom. But we have
4: also signed a top, top quality player. Yeah. Spurs fans I know were waxing lyrical about how he tore them apart in the Champions League. Mm. This is a serious, serious player. So it does give us another attacking option. And Traore has now found some shooting boots. So there are goals up there. I think Jota at the moment is showing himself as the weaker link. Mm. he's got to come out and really stick a game in there you just come back from injury though hasn't he? to be fair you've got to give him time to get Mm. back in you know what I mean yeah but this is it is complete performance sport isn't the Premier League especially the end Mm. of it we're at you've got to have um, everyone firing and the lad he just you're right he just needs a goal just
3: something a tap in a six-yard tapping. Everybody's saying about what if Jimenez gets injured, but he hasn't been injured for as long as he's played for us. I don't know if that increases. Oh god! Increases the cursed it. Like you you cursed this it but he, he's an incredibly fit athlete, and the number of games that he's played in the last couple of years is, you know, proves his fitness. They will obviously look after him in this next period when the games increase a little bit more. But I'm, I'm confident that he will be fit enough for the rest of the season whether he's firing on all cylinders because we've seen various times this season where he's looked tired and he hasn't performed well but he'll be there but also
4: the the places he gets the ball on the pitch he's not the sort of player that's going to get kicked in the air he does go on the occasional run but it's not like Traore who's going to get kicked five or six times a game he either gets the ball or shoots and shoots or gets the ball and does something with it lays it off gets it out wide he's he
2: is a proper striker. And obviously, nothing really stops Trey even if uh, his <laughs> arm falls out of its socket, uh, he'll just get up and just wang it back in, which uh, is actually my dating technique. <laughs> and and when wow. we think about the January transfer window and, and we say, well, have we got the, the right players and, and making important silence and stuff? And I was looking over it and actually, when you look back, there's not, been big transfers that have had a huge impact apart from one that I could think of in the last sort of five years which is who do you reckon
3: uh, Luis Suarez came in in a, in a January but I don't know if that was too long ago to mention sorry yeah too long ago. Uh, Van Dijk
2: was uh, probably the one that is that that January sign where yeah. you go okay yeah, that's yeah. a world-class world-class uh, what was that, 75, 75 million 75 million mm. which is an absolute snip but I was at the time I think a lot of people sort of raising eyebrows you can tell how desperate um people get in january weren't man united inquiring about Glenn murray i yeah, heard well they though. signed Odia Nagala so i mean that speaks for yeah, exactly it's desperation isn't it and <laughs> <No>, the- there's <laughs> there's method to the madness in that that's got nothing to that's got not anything to do with football in reasons because the, the idea was to bring them away from china <laughs> give everyone coronavirus and stop <laughs> liverpool winning the league and, that, and that's the that's the only reason oh, yeah. that i can see why that would even be a thing um so i think everyone would probably agree ruben neves gets oh, the God, yeah. uh, man of the match mm, yeah. accolade uh, for that, if I just go round and just, was there anyone else that was sort of stand up that's nailed on for next week that maybe wouldn't normally be? Oh, wouldn't normally be. I mean, Bolly was
5: re- probably second best for me just to come back in like that performance wise. And I thought Cody. Ate- yeah, you want to give Cody a, a really shout? We we've given him criticism pretty harshly the last few weeks, so yeah, he
2: didn't put a foot wrong, Cody. <laughs> I'll clip that up. <laughs> and what we'll do now is. Sort of just talk a little bit more about the transfer window because I think the one that raised eyebrows after Tim Spears, of course, said that uh, he'd been told by somebody um, that we weren't going to sign any more players and <laughs> obviously then signed a player um, because it's good being <laughs> in the know. Um, but Matheson, I think joining from Rochdale, a kid who, you know, burst onto the scene didn't he Uh, with that goal at Old Trafford and um, I think was it was it the day before he signed for Wolves he passed his driving test (laughs) Uh, so it's another one for the young and hungry mold isn't it Tom?
3: Well it's what everybody expected but I wasn't expecting. Not not Tim Spears he didn't expect that (laughs) (laughs) that's the opposite of what he expected. There was also that link wasn't there with uh, Dagenham and Redbridge's left back after we'd let them use the academy facilities during transfer deadline day we sort of are you sure no one had just like someone of his mum forgot we- <laughs> to pick him up and he was just like hanging well, they, around? It's they let, letting... Yeah, I was gonna wow. say, Harry, go on. Go on, ask. Did you see anyone? No. Uh,
2: well, so, you were there? I saw
3: the whole first team. Wow. I past Deves. Uh so I went to the training ground on Friday on deadline day, as I walked in the media room is right on the on in the foyer. You don't uh, belong in there. they <laughs> <laughs> the, there were people in there. And they all sort of looked out the window because they thought, who's this bloke being shown around by an executive <laughs> person? Uh, Oscar Burr's brother's come, <laughs> come to sign. him up. <laughs> no, so I saw a couple of the players getting on the coach. As I was getting there, they were leaving to go to United. I walked right past Neves, but I had a stinking cold. So I thought, if I go and make him ill now and we lose to United, I'll never, well I'll never sleep. But I'm going back again on Friday to take the children around. They don't do school trips, but Mr. Rouse has managed to get them a school trip round Compton. <laughs> how, do, how have you done that? Have you, how have you pulled the I, strings? Uh, on to, I teach to make that a, uh, a girl whose. I've got your kids, Dan. I've got <laughs> I teach, your kids. I teach a girl whose mother works in the same office as Nuno. So I saw wow. her desk, and there's a door. That says head coach, but feet away. <laughs> oh, lovely! There you Did go. you see
5: Raúl Jiménez today to at school, Tom? He went into a school in Wolverhampton. No,
3: that was that was, uh, that, it was a good video.
5: That watch that it online Saint, if yeah, you have Yeah, St.
3: Bart's in Penn. I think it was yesterday.
5: Yeah, I don't know how old they are. A lot of young kids. They walk and they all start singing the Raúl Jiménez uh, song to him.
3: My, my class know it. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, Harry's
2: already
4: easy. snipped it up for you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, Harry's going to rake in the royalties. Classic move.
4: That's paid for his flights to Barcelona, that.
2: <laughs> Send it to that uh, um, paper. <laughs> Harry, the one that probably surprised us most in, in terms of first team was actually leaving was, was Ryan oh, Bennett. Man. And I don't know what's more impressive, that we've managed to get rid of him in the January transfer window, which which I personally am against him going. The fact you get five million for him too.
5: Yeah, well, obviously, people have been saying it's good business, which I kind of agree with. I mean, it's a loan option to buy, which we always do. Um, something We kept saying, didn't we, week after week, something ain't right with Bennett, something's gone on. He's gradually just been left out of the team. He wasn't even in the squad, was he, the last few weeks. So it's a great move for him. I mean, technically, he's moving up, isn't he? It's a Leicester. I mean, he's going to be cover for the two defenders they've got in centre back now. I'm just sad to see him go. He's been brilliant for us, he's overachieved. And yeah, just a bit good. I mean, we could have done with him there as cover if there was a little mini crisis at the back but he didn't seem too happy with us I mean you could see that from when you see him jogging up and down the line which we mentioned a few podcasts ago but fair play to him and sad to see him go but a lot of fans didn't seem that sad I must admit from the reaction online
4: I I just thought he was great cover to have there yeah he he very rarely puts a foot wrong and he's pretty solid it's just a shame that we've sort of lost an option but then again Kilman's looked very good when he has to say. I think it shows
3: the confidence that Nuno and the the team have got in Kilman and his ability because I think he's I I think they're comparable. I think uh, Kilman and Bennett. It's just Bennett's experience that sets him aside from Kilman.
2: It's just good to have the option, though, isn't it? It's yeah. strange, but I, I suppose I think there might have been something going on behind the scenes that maybe we're not we don't know about. Maybe Tim Spears knows, um, <laughs> so, um, although I, I do doubt that. It's, it's probably an expensive thirty forty grand a week option, though, that he wants to. Sk- Scratch off for a 20-year-old that he's paying bugger all. Good point. Who is, of course, out of season, uh, out of contract at the end of the season. So, uh, offer him a deal. Otherwise, we've really messed up on that front. Um, but talking to which, with, with recruitment, uh, Kevin Thalwell has announced that he will be leaving Wolves at the end of the season. He is going to New York Red Goals. he already gone? So no. end of the month. Uh, end of the month, sorry. So, is that just a, a natural progression? Because now Jeff She is... <laughs> Taking on these Supreme various Award. roles, obviously took over roles from from Dow now it's Thelwell. So I mean, I think someone rang a ticket office the other day and he answered the phone. <laughs> that se- seems in what territory we're in now. But how important is the acquisitions off the pitch now, Dan, in terms of operations?
4: Well yeah, you've gotta you've gotta get the best in the business in, haven't you? If you wanna be a European top team, you've you're basically a marketing operation, not a football club anymore. And I'm guessing that's what Thelwell's gonna do. That's what Red Bull, New York or whatever they're Exact name is that's what they are, aren't they? They are the the global team for America, and it's a bit of a I don't know. It swings. I don't really know how it works in this sort of backroom executive world. Seems like they all move around clubs. Didn't Moxie end up at Norwich after he was at Wolves? And
2: looks a very close set. Has anyone got any more info on it? Do you know how it really works in terms of sporting directors? Harry, if you get the right one in place, you can make some good acquisitions. you say. And so, sort of, with the younger players as well, because we're seeing it with Van der Sar, Ajax, as, as an example of, of former players that are taking on those sort of roles.
5: Yeah, well, Fellwell was responsible for a lot of the players we've brought in. I mean, I mean, he was responsible for Traore and people like that. So, he's done a good job. I mean, I was shocked to realise he'd been with us for like nearly twelve years and like worked his way up. So, fair oh, yeah. play to him. He's done some good stuff. He seemed really. Um, you know, really uh, kind to the fans you'd always get you know what I mean you'd see a lot of people have pictures of him he always seemed the type to talk to fans and i a to see him go I mean a lot of people put two and two together and thought bad transfer window he's gone I don't know how if that is the case but apparently this has been in the works for a few weeks so sad to see him go he's done a great job for us but I didn't really know who he was till about four
4: years ago when he was involved with bringing Kenny Jackett in so but that's basically what I was trying to get. Basically, I mumbled for thirty seconds and got to fuck all. <laughs> Whereas what I sort of meant, what I sort of, what I sort of meant is, what I sort of meant is, these guys are brilliant behind the scenes when you're doing well, and then as soon as you're not, like the Ed Woodward at Man United, you start getting pelters.
5: Mm.
4: Well, he he was massive. I think well, I, I think it was the New View podcast I was on
5: about it. He was the one who chose Kenny Jackett to come on when we was absolutely up shit creek. So that, that was a massive move for us as a club, wasn't it? And obviously he was. Really involved with all the players we brought in, and so
2: he's done amazing stuff for us. Is that on one of the
4: eleven podcasts, also? yeah, one of the eleven <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, it's on.
2: The, the, the strange, yeah, it's funny that, that you know after after the absolute shit show that was from Sacrimat McCarthy, Terry Connor, Solback, and and. Dean Saunders is that then he then
3: takes all the praise for Kenny yeah. Jackett when yeah was good battles. point yeah. Just I d- like, oh yeah that that one was me but the the ones that a, that, he, quite. He, he didn't appoint any of those managers that's the that's the point he, he came in never was their time he was in the room he was he was only he the was he, he, honestly he, he made the Academy manager wasn't he he, 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 he was well, it did coincide with his. Uh, promotion to sporting director or whatever it was. But, I mean, we all saw what his job was when the uh, Matheson signing was revealed. He has a tactics board on his wall with all of the players on it. That's what he's responsible for. He puts the names mm. on and he moves them around and he tells them what their job might be if they are to sign. That's what his job is. <laughs> You're going to be playing yeah. football. What you want going to do <laughs> is yeah, score more goals than them. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Did you all did you all watch, going back to that Matheson, did you all watch the video of him signing? Yeah. Where it actually looks like he's a mascot yeah. going for the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brilliant. How old is he? 17? 17. 17. Well,
5: when 17 he scored that goal brilliant. for Rochdale away at United in the Cup, he had his
2: GCSEs the next day, didn't he? Yeah. Or something yeah, like that. He went back, I remember his interview. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. What a, lad. what a lad. Also, something just funny that I saw from... The transfer window, which I just thought is absolutely brilliant, and it's one of the you love to see at moments, was that Chelsea spent more on overturning their January transfer ban than they did spending it on transfers.
3: <laughs> Isn't that incredible? It's like what they also signed the more players in the last transfer window that they were banned from than they did this transfer window. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and also just on the on the stats front that I saw that at the end of the Manchester United game. Will have spent 06 percent of the decade watching Manchester United versus Wolves, <laughs> wow. which I just thought incredible stat because <laughs> actually we played them three times. You know time. that we're definitely going to get him in the
4: Europa League oh, next yeah, round.
2: Definitely, hundred oh, percent. It's going to happen. Uh, it's going to be awful, isn't it? Two no.
4: 0 Can't wait to watch all those Cockneys crying at Old Trafford when we win. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, we are very, we are very. going <laughs> we'll back on yeah, the train. We are very them.
3: difficult to break down, though, aren't we? As uh, Solskjaer said, despite yeah, only yeah. two teams failing to score against us this season. He yeah, did say that against really. Tranmere as well. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what we'll do now is look ahead to the
2: latest betting odds, which Bayliss assures me that he has some betting odds, even though we don't have a game. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. And Harry's got your ticket in.
0: Hi, I'm Cali, Chris Kamara. You're listening to the 77 Club, and it's unbelievable, Jeff.
4: Yes, ticket and betting fans. We might not have a game, but I've still got some odds from our Partners over at fansbet.com. What are the odds of there being a game? <laughs> <Marbella> <laughs> very, FC. very good odds on this. These one. aren't Wolves game odds. They're, they are still Wolves related, though. Oh, And they've been boosted also. <laughs> like a boosty. They, Boost. They have been boosted by fansbet.com. Uh, Wolves to have a top four Premier League finish. Ooh. It was 11 if you're into your decimals. If you're into your old school New Roman times slash percentage odds Comic-Sams. it was ten, 10 to 1 and then I've also got 10 to 1 10 to 1 to finish in the top 4 it's a bit of a long <coughs> shot in all fairness but it could happen stranger things have happened uh, Wolves to win the Europa League it's been boosted it was 13 on the decimals which is 12 to 1 it's now been boosted to 16 on the decimals which is 15 to 1 and a bad shout it's not a bad shout at all so there's you know there's betting to be done even though there isn't football mm-hmm. and you've got nothing to do Saturday, yeah. you've probably got to go shopping with the missus or something. Afternoon in Primark or Merry Hill or somewhere shit. You can still have a little bet. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Harry's got your ticket news.
5: Yeah, uh, not much to report. Cheers. Fingers, uh, hold on. So, I'll <laughs> start the away games, right? So, Espanol away, the big one everyone's looking forward to, is currently on sale at the Huge. moment. to Gold and silver away seem to get holders. They're yet to announce... Um, what well, the points system, which we're not holding a breath hard with as I think only Jack out of us slot like, will get one because he's got a load of points. But so, yeah, keep your eye out for Espanol away. Tottenham away is on sale now, but I think that's a, a similar stage, isn't it? It's on the away season ticket holders. On Saturday, it goes on to 1,170 points and 1,180 points. So if you're lucky enough to get them, because I think that's set out pretty quick. Home games, I think everything's pretty much sold out. So Leicester's sold out. Uh, Espanol at home it just says not currently on sale so I'm guessing that's down to like the last few disabled ones and then Norwich is down to the last few tickets as well at home so yeah pretty
2: much hot tickets all round pretty hard to get tickets for Wolves these days isn't it so it's going to be maybe finding a pub in Spain then Harry Yeah. We've come to terms with that are you drinking in Espanol oh
5: 100% percent It's still be a laugh mate four days over there drinking are you there for days in Barca drinking the lager?
4: Class. What could possibly go oh, wrong? Where, yeah. where are we going to find El Trez Leons off the off the last Ramlas? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't know, but we get pickpocketed. Um, I saw something on social media. Dan was going to go do a story, and, and then he bottled it, saying <laughs> it was rubbish. Which was uh, teams as drinks, but I found one as teams as chocolate bars. Um, would anyone like to know uh, a particular team, and I'll I'll tell you which chocolate bar it would be. Can we have Wolverhampton Wanderers, please? A kinder bueno. Oh, I like that. Exciting, so exciting, came out of nowhere and now everyone raves about it. It has potential to be one of the greats. Hipster's choice. Anyone want to know Villa? Uh, is, it's Villa, is Villa a,
4: a melted one that's squashed in your back pocket when you've sat down you've in the car,
3: it.
2: and it's just
4: all no, over the oh, arse? Very close.
2: Very close. Uh, they're a
4: bounty oh, okay.
2: because uh, was was great in the eighties, but is now as the shit celebration no one eats. And <laughs> oh. uh, that's that's what are you United. What are you United? Man United. Uh, they're a Toblerone. Oh. Was once a great, but has now slipped off massively, much to the despair of its fans. <laughs> What Newcastle,
5: because uh, there was a very funny video of one of their fans yes. swinging their chocolate bar around, yeah. so <laughs> let's see
2: what they are. That was a strange, strange thing that happened there, but they'd be a milky bar, used to be a great bar, but it's slowly been forgotten with time. No, that's a good one. Arsenal, a Freddo. Hmm wants a favourite among people but it seems to waste its loyal fans more money every year <laughs> Ooh, which is so true yeah. remember when they were yeah, like 5p £4.50 don't get a Freddy for 5p anymore What is is this from like lab bible or somewhere Some yeah one of the, maybe like sport bible or something they've got way uh, too much time yeah, so, um, yeah go and check that out I thought they were quite funny uh, we will say goodbye though to Dan Baylis. goodbye Wolves fans Tom Rouse goodbye everybody and Harry Manson goodbye and we're going to play Level Up and remember if you want to play Level Up do get in touch drop us a DM on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and Chris is going to play this week Hi this is guys. this is some daft shite in the high street I'm speaking to someone who got picked on in school for him ginger hair Hi this is guys. welcome to the 77 high street club is that it? Right? that joke was anyway Hi it's Gaza, this is 77 club Chris, how's it going to begin with? Oh,
1: it's going good. First day off in a couple of days. you know.
2: Normally at this stage, we'd ask when your first live Wolves game was and when was that for you?
1: First, actually being in Wolverhampton was last season. It was against Southampton. We won 2-0. Johnny and Cavalero scored. The first game I actually remember seeing on TV was the 0-3 playoff final. That's where I actually became a fan. And then the second game I remember actually watching the whole game was the uh, Manu game where uh, Kenny Miller got the winner.
2: The one 0 yeah, of course. Yeah. Back in that Premier League season. And where yeah. are you based over. at the moment, Chris? I'm in Columbus, Ohio. And how's Columbus looking?
1: It is overcast. It's going to be. Over, it's been overcast for a
2: week. Well, it's pretty much the same here. So uh, let's yeah. get into it, though. Yeah. If you if you're ready to All play, right. let's play.
0: Let's play. Level up.
2: What number does Podence wear for Wolves? Number 10. Level one. It is. Up he goes. Level one. Who holds the record for most successive games unbeaten in the English top flight? Is it Arsenal, Chelsea or Liverpool? Arsenal. Level two. It is Arsenal. Up he goes. Level two. This is a good start. Name the only two betting companies to sponsor Wolves first team match day shirts. W88 and Manbet. Level three. That's it. Up he goes. Level I three. Am- uh, which US city is home to the Hawks NBA franchise and United in the MLS? Atlanta. Level four. It is Atlanta. Up he goes. Level four. Who was Wolves owner before Fosun?
1: Oh, Steve Morgan. Level five.
2: Up he goes. Level five. Yeah. In what country was Jesse Lingard born? Uh, England. Level six. I yes, so yes. Yeah, yeah, level yeah. six. A little bit of a trick question there. What nationality yeah. is new signing Leonardo Campana? Ecuador. Level seven. It Ecuadorian. is. You are joint top of the leaderboard with three questions Great. to go. Here we go. Great. In which city was jockey Frankie Dettori born? Uh. On that one, gonna pass on that. It was Milan. Who was Wolves manager after Mick McCarthy? Terry
1: Connor,
2: level eight. It is in, he goes first place up to level eight. And this is a actually an American question Kobe Bryant won how many NBA championships with the LA Lakers?
1: Uh, that's I. I hardly watch basketball, so I'm going to go with four.
0: Level seven. Oh, it's
2: five. Danny five, goes eight, to eight. level seven, but joint top of the leaderboard. Right, so seven. Great score, Chris. How do you All feel right. you did? Well, I was
1: expecting some harder questions. I was waiting for like you know random cricket question because I you know I I see I watch Sky Sports News because I have it on here, but I rarely pay attention to it. But
2: yeah, that, no one, yeah, one likes cricket. Worry don't worry about it. it. <laughs> well, yeah. Chris, uh, enjoy the rest of the season, and we'll hopefully All catch cool. up with you
1: soon. I will, I should be over for the Crystal Palace game in in May.
2: Well, drop us a DM and we'll sort something out.
4: All right. All right. Sweet. The 77 Club. The Wolves Podcast for the Gold and Black Army.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.